0: Hey everybody, it is Dave and Jeff. It is January 19th, 2023.
1: You said January
0: 19th. Oh, did I? Yeah. Fuck me. I was like, what? Can you believe
1: it's February? It's <laughs> February 19th, 2023. Let me give you a couple of
0: hints on the Super Bowl, Dave. Yeah. I really
1: think Kansas City has a chance. <laughs>
0: Dude, uh, one time in our life, if we could do that. Just go back 30 days and bet go every back two playoff, days. Go back every playoff game. Be great. Just cash in. Just constantly, everything I have on this game, just going every single time. Yeah, just keep
1: parlaying or uh, (laughs) rolling it over. You know what I love in this town? I love the fucking sense of denial that's in this town. I love how people change the narrative in this town. Yes. And I love how people feel the need to try to coach me up. None of it's fucking needed. Okay, you assholes. (laughs) Who's coaching you up? We literally have said on this fucking show for two and a half years, 2023 is the year to watch because Manny Machado, that's the year after 23 when Manny can opt out. Yeah. Do you know what we were told a lot of times when we started this narrative two and a half years ago? Not doing it for us. We don't do jerk off radio. We do it for you so that you're in the loop. And guess what was said to us two and a half years ago and many times between then and today? He's not going anywhere. He loves it here. He loves it. Lives in Coronado. He just built a house. This is why you're not on the radio. No, you know why I'm not on the radio? Because I can't afford the pay cut. So we would say it again and again and again. Be careful. Looking to 2023. That is the year... Manny can opt out. That is the year. After last year when they lost, we said again, looking at this offseason is probably the most important offseason because Manny can opt out. That was before any of the money was offered to Correa or Judge or Turner or anybody. We said it again and again and again. And each time we were told, he's not going anywhere. He loves it here. Okay, you know how I know? Because Dave and I literally have sat in these same chairs and laughed about things that have been said to us on social media, 20 or 30 times at a minimum. Yes. Now, earlier this week, Manny announces that he's gonna opt out. I say to Dave on Twitter, oh, who knew? Oh, it wasn't rocket scientists. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> then why don't you say it, fuck well, Why did you say it two and a half years ago? You didn't say shit. And if you did, Nobody listened. There's a reason why we're in this chair and you're not. Nobody cares. Okay? So when Bogarts was signed and Dave and I questioned it, just the other day, God bless Craig Elston, fighting COVID. We wish him a speedy recovery. But Craig also said the other day, I think they re-sign him. I get it. Pete Seidler's a wild card. But then you see the offer. 21 million a year for five years. Extension. Manny comes back and says, You know what I want? I want 10 years, 400 million. Yeah. $8 million raise starting this year. Yeah. You know what I say, Dave? I say, You let Manny go. You thank him for his time and you let him go. There's no hard feelings. It's just business. I'm not giving him a Uh, 10 year deal.
0: Okay. You're. So many things you just touched on, okay?
1: How many times have we said it, and how many times have people told us
0: we're insane? And that's why
1: you're in the garage. Exactly. (laughs) Okay.
0: Fuck fuck those guys. I don't even care about that part. And it wasn't even a matter of saying, of being right. Here's the thing that everybody wants, okay? What we want, okay, I'll say what Jeff wants, because you won't believe it if I say it anyway. What you, the listener, wants, what you, the Padre fan, wants, you want a championship. That's all you want. Everybody wants the same fucking thing. Right. Okay. But when you guys were sitting there all over Manny and Manny, this and Manny, that remember what I said to you at the end of last season, when the voting came down for MVP and people got pissed. Yeah. Ah, fuck that. That's ridiculous. Everybody hates Manny. I go, the best thing to happen is that Manny doesn't win these postseason awards that he doesn't win a gold glove, that he doesn't win an MVP. Cause guess what? You're going to pay for it. Right. You're going to fucking pay for it. And look, what does it matter to you if Manny ever wins an MVP or a gold glove? For what reason? Manny's the one that benefits, and, and but look, I understand he's your guy. Fine, but guess what? He's opting out. He's going to use yes. that as leverage. If Manny wins MVP this fucking year, yeah, don't think he's not asking well, for forty five million a year.
1: Dave, I I think that's part of the issue. So here's another thing that everybody will will claim ownership on a year from now. But we'll go ahead and give it to you. The biggest problem is right now is not a Peter Seidler problem, nor is it a Manny Machado problem. It's a baseball market problem because my guess would be Peter Seidler has probably come or AJ Preller a couple of different times to Dan Lozano and Manny Machado and said, tell us your number. Now you've seen this. I'm shocked Manny even did that Yeah. because I'll give you a couple of reasons why Manny, if I'm him tonight, I don't know what my number is because I don't know what 2023 is going to be like for the Padres. Just as Aaron Judge a year ago may not have known his number, I don't think Trey Turner knew his number, and all of a sudden they went out, performed, and and got paid very, very well. Manny looks at this team and says, we should be very deep in the playoffs. We're trying to be a World Series team. I'm a solid contributor offensively and defensively. It's pretty hard for me to determine what my number is going to be today. That's my fault of man. I
0: also picked up the pieces when Johnny Jerkoff over here is playing around with his motorcycle.
1: Right, and here's
0: the other problem.
1: The <laughs> other problem is I'm blind as a bat. But Dave,
0: <laughs> I wonder why did you reach for the glasses?
1: <laughs> here's the other problem. Yeah, because here's the list of guys that are potential free agents after the upcoming okay. season. Max Scherzer will be forty. Miguel Cabrera will be 42. Manny Machado will be 32. Miguel's going to retire, that, by the way.
0: Yeah. Shohei Atani. That's the big one. He's 30. Then you
1: have Marcus Stroman at 34. Yeah. Fuck Javi off. Baez at 32. Josh Donaldson at 39. You noticing a trend. Joey Votto at 41. Clayton Kershaw at 37. Uh, Charlie Morton at 41. Uh... Uh, Jock Peterson at 33, Lance Lynn at 37. It is not a very good year. It's not. And Manny knows it, and Dan Lozano knows it. And trust me, Dave, I love Manny, everything he's done here. I don't begrudge him for doing what his agent was smart enough to do, which was put the opt-out in. I hope he has a great year, and then I let him walk. And you go, because for me, you're going to have a ton of money coming off the books, and I think you make a run at Otani, but even if you don't get Otani, I still think you're okay offensively and you're not on the hook for 10 years and
0: 400 million to the guy. There's so many, again, so many things here. So with Manny, again, when people will talk about this at the end of the year, because people as you say, what, what was the line they used in the NFL? I was remember the forget. The line. Don't, don't, don't get emotional. This business.
1: It, it yeah okay they're, don't let emotion get in the way of making a business deal none so so
0: and i bet the pods don't have it and remember you're i don't know about that you think they're emotional i, I don't think have any tra- emotion towards many i think, I, Manny, I, I, Manny think I think out. peter has some emotion I, and because the thing is peter's he, he obviously wants to win he's obviously a fan of the game but uh, who knows i'm just gonna five say my, my feeling, i don't think aj's emotional five and 121 yeah. well is that, on. that well i agree it's embarrassing it's a that, not only it's is the that first, a, it's the a first okay well it's the first wrong move they made in yeah, a long time it is. to it's wait a till two days move. before
1: the deadline and then come in at that
0: and come in at that when you know Soto's watching everything you do yeah and Otani might be watching everything you do uh, and, you're, and it was a ba- it, 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 a bad it was a bad move I mean if I was Manny
1: if that's legit that's yeah. what AC wrote Kevin's done a pretty good job well, he was talking directly to Manny
0: yeah yeah it's legit so if if I'm if I'm Manny's guys going back to this whole conversation. I'll say, I don't know what my number is going to be, but I'll tell you where the minimum is. It's fucking 400 million because that's what they're going to give the guy that they don't know.
1: Yeah, no, Manny came back and countered with 10 years, 400. Yeah, yeah starting that, that, right now. that's
0: what I'm saying. That That's the only way to go. And so for the Padres to take that action is ridiculous. Remember this, what I'm saying about the motion of the business. You're paying Manny for what he's going to do in the next contract, not for mm-hmm. what he just did. Right. So All you fans are worried about what he has already done. He's been paid for that already. He did right. that job already. So don't sit there and say, he did this, he did this, he did this. No, it's what Manny's going to do. What I don't like in baseball terms is you just read all those those players that are free agents in their ages, and we see how quickly they're slipping. Mm-hmm. You're going to beat Father Time. And putting yeah. guys in these 40, up to their 40s in these contracts is crazy. And even if they – don't worry about the money part. It's not your money. What I'm telling you is you're going to say, we need guys on our roster down the line. We can't have three guys at the end of the bench 41 years old. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It is It is crazy. And I understand they're trying to sit there and map it out where it goes. It's not a big deal down the line. It's a big deal when you talk about just releasing guys and roster spots. And it's just foolish. It's it's foolish money. It's a foolish way to do business. It's a foolish way to put a roster together. It creates animosity. Knowing there are three guys in the locker room that don't fucking contribute to this team.
1: Well, I think the other challenge is that you have is when you look at soda trades and everything else, which are fine. We're all for it but it completely depleted anything you had that was borderline major league ready amongst your prospects. Because right now Jackson Merrill probably is 2024, 2025.
0: Maybe 2025.
1: Dylan Lesko, 25. I mean, the guy that was probably the closest is Eggy Rosario. And this was going to be a huge uh, spring training for him. With everybody gone, Rosario was a kid that I think a lot of people were excited to watch. Broken ankle, out for who knows how long. But then you start looking in a bunch of the other guys are 24, 25, 26, outfielders, different players, so you don't have a lot. When you look at the free agents that we just talked about, you don't have a lot. But for me, um, here's a couple of things, Dave. Go ahead. Here are the numbers that people want to know. So coming off the books at the end of this year, Manny opts out Manny that's 32 back in the plus column Darvish goes from 25 million this year down to 16 next year but kind of weird the following year jumps back up to 21 before coming back down to 16 16. uh Snell comes off the books at 16.6 Pomeranz at 10 hater at 14 uh tatis goes up four. Uh, Martinez goes from 10 to 8, but it's a player option, so you either save 2 or save 10 if he opts out. Carpenter and Waka, same thing. Uh, They go up 2, but they could also opt out for 13. But I think for the most part, you're looking at about 69 million. 69 million come off the books after this year with the potential to have pretty close to 100 million off the books. And you could be in a situation where you go, we have Bogarts at third. You could potentially move Kim back to short. You could put Eggy Rosario at second. Cronenworth could be first. You still have Tatis, probably uh, Grisham, maybe you try to upgrade there. Soto, right? I mean, you've got a lot of guys right there. Camposano, to me, is a wild card. If he hits, then your catching settled, and you have two pitchers in musgrove and darvish and you'd have about 73 uh anywhere from 73
0: to 100 million to fill out your roster okay so here let me ask you you, you always talk money now i used to listen to you talk money because for the padres money used to matter i don't think money matters anymore i, no, don't, but, I don't think about i don't think they care about the luxury tax i don't care i don't think they care about where they are they, it's already come out that the padres are going to lose money yeah, I think the Padres are fine with losing money. I don't think when you talk about money coming off the books and where they're going to spend, I don't think it's it's a factor anymore.
1: No, but I think you have to look at it at some points and go, this is why I think letting Manny go doesn't ruin the system.
0: Well, now, are they as good with Bogarts at third, Kim at short? Well, let's say you go Bogarts one more year. You go two years of Bogarts at short, and then when wait for Jackson Merrill to be ready.
1: Uh, well, who are you going to put at third next year?
0: Hell, you could grab Cronoworth. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. I mean, you. Okay. Can, yeah. But but I was saying, why don't you keep Bogarts there until you're what, whatever? Well,
1: the only reason why I move Bogarts to yeah. third is it allows me to move Kim back to short, put Eggy yeah, okay. uh, Rosario at second. If it I, just I
0: fucking Bogarts, I'm like, wait a second. I only got one year at short. Yeah. I, I, that'd piss me off. Now, yeah. The metrics are showing he's not the shortstop he once was already.
1: Yeah. But I think you look at that, and I mean, I don't think you're going to put Kim at third. I feel like Rosario is more, from what I remember, more a middle infielder. So
0: I don't think he's yeah. going there. Yeah, to, I think you jump, as uh, Lucino used to say, we'll jump off that bridge when we get yeah. to it. You know. Okay, okay. so, so I, I want to say on Manny real fast. Yeah. What's your if you're Eric Grubner and you're Sidler, what what number are you saying, Manny? This is what we're going to offer. You want
1: the you want, I want the, the truth? truth.
0: I, want, I want. What would you do, and what do you think? Thorpe I'm Ray? letting him walk. Okay, you let him. We say there you go. Yeah. There's the door. Go yeah. enjoy your time no. with the, the Cubs, the Mets, or Yankees. Those right. are the rumors, the teams that want him.
1: Right. No offense to him at all. Love him for everything yeah. he did. But I'm not going to have a guy at 39 years old making $40 million a year. There's I'm, even a
0: rumor the Orioles are going to try and bring him back.
1: Hey, man. Love the guy. Um, Just doesn't love him. Yeah. nothing, Man, if Manny goes and, well, what if he signs here? What if he signs there? No matter where he goes. I will love Manny Machado for what he meant to this team. But for me, Dave, I'm letting him walk. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting him walk. I'm thanking him for everything he meant to the team. I'll cheer for him every time I see him this year. Love him, man. I don't think 13 is going up in the retired numbers. I don't think there'll be a Manny statue, but he absolutely should be remembered for being an absolute stud wearing that uniform. But if he's looking... 10 years, 400. I think it's very fair for him in today's market. And I give him the bro hug, and I thank him for everything, and I let him walk.
0: All right, let me ask you this one. Sure. (laughs) What if you say to Manny, let's tear up the contract we have, and this is after the season because he said he's not talking the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Tear up the contract we have, and we're going to sign – we're going to offer you – you're going to think I'm crazy when I say this. We're going to offer you four years, $200 million. Uh. Fifty million a year.
1: Yeah, no, I got you.
0: Okay, so, so you're offering him four years, two hundred million. And the reason I say that is, get him while he's still considered in his prime, and not a guy you're looking at an old man Machado. I would just yeah. think that's just a dangerous road to have guys around that can't get can't get it done. I don't know that Manny's the first fifty million dollars. And guy. Manny says he wants to DH. He wants to be Nelson Cruz down the line. Well, that's cool. Uh, fine, but but, I, but you're I'm not just saying forty five million for a DH. Go, go well. That's what I'm saying. Get rid of him. Or fifty million. Yeah. For DH. Well, he's not yeah. going to DH at thirty-five. No, I got you. I'm saying keep him till age thirty-five, and say we'll say goodbye right now. Yeah, Boom. I don't think Manny's doing that. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious to know. Now I got. Now it's funny they always say. How about, you look four, at guys, how about four years? One eighty. What does that come out to? Forty-five. That's <laughs> why. Okay, that's what I thought. Forty-five. Does he take forty-five? Okay. um... I don't know. That's the question. Are these guys looking for the longest valued contract or are they looking for the most per year? Because you hear both when it came down to yeah. Bauer and Scherzer and all that shit. I don't know. I, I don't think, know what's on Manny's mind. I just, man, I'm not a fan keeping guys past a certain age. You know, it used to always be 28 to 32. I think you kind of kind of push that number up. Yeah. Now to say it's closer to 34, 35 with the way guys eat and things change. Um. I'm with you. I wouldn't have a problem saying goodbye. I think a lot of people would have a problem saying goodbye. Oh, I
1: think it would suck, but but I'd hold no grudge towards Manny, and I'd hold no grudge towards the pods.
0: The deal is the Padres there's so many people this weekend that I mean I thought Manny was different people are starting to turn already they're really pissed Uh, yeah
1: that's you bullshit.
0: Know? so oh man I thought Manny was all about the money this and that I'm like hey you know what the Padres have no one to blame but themselves you flip the cards over for Trey Turner yeah and Aaron Judge Manny I, knows what the option is
1: and here's the other thing okay the other thing I saw a lot this weekend was a lot of you took it upon yourself to speak on behalf of Tony Gwynn it's fucking ridiculous what did I miss Oh, you know Tony Gwynn stayed here, oh. played for played for chewing gum and socks. Since I would guess a lot of you didn't know him, but Dave and I had the benefit of knowing him and talking to him. I remember Dave conversations we had with him in '99 when Kevin Brown moved on, yeah. and we talked about the difference with '99 and the fire sale when McGriff moved on and Sheffield moved on, and a lot of guys moved on. And I think Tony. Uh, very comfortable saying that Tony was like Trevor Hoffman or anybody else. They never begrudged a teammate yep. or former teammate for going out and getting what they were worth and establishing their value exactly. and getting paid. What Tony chose to do, and Dave, you and I had this conversation with John Boggs two months ago at the winter meetings, Tony made it impossible, impossible for John Boggs to negotiate any kind of probably a fair contract for him yeah, because he never gave John the opportunity to say, this is what we have on the table from Kansas City. This is what we have on the table from the Indians, the Mets, the Yankees, even the Dodgers. Yeah, Tony said, make it happen with the Padres. Tony, this is the best deal we can get. I'll take it. Done. So for anybody to start running your mouth on what Tony would do, you don't know shit. Shut the fuck up. Tony would have no problem at all with Manny going out and getting the most that Manny's worth. Yeah,
0: yeah. no one on the Padres will either. If no. Manny leaves for the Cubs, Mets, or Yankees, there's not one guy in that clubhouse will publicly say say, say anything.
1: Right. Kevin Brown left for the Dodgers. Yeah. None of those guys begrudged it. Yeah. He got $105 million at that time. Crazy money. But they were like, okay, that ups the market for everybody else. Well, Tony, shut up. <laughs> shut up. But no, I, I how anybody could have any issues with Manny is beyond me. It's exactly what you said, Dave. It was perfect. Don't let emotion get in the way of making a business deal. Manny won't. No. The pods won't. And if it doesn't work out, then we'd be thankful, and you move on. Yeah. And maybe you go get Shohei Otani. And then how interesting is everything? Because you've got 35 to 40 home runs in the lineup, but now you also have a legit ace at the top of your rotation. And as Dave said, it also opens up that spot on the bench.
0: That's the thing. It opens up a spot on the bench. Here's, There's so many different things about Manny. Manny, to me, watching this the last few days, has handled this like an ultimate pro. What I thought else he could was he want? I mean, they didn't hit the deadline on, on well, what, Thursday? 16th, yeah. And guess what? He showed up to practice on Friday, right? You didn't see him complaining, kicking no. him shit over, cussing no. guys out, saying "fuck this place." He is the he captain. He don't wear his jer- he don't wear his jersey inside out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? He was doing what Manny's always done. Right? He's playing up to his contract, and if it wasn't for reporters, you would never know what he's going through. Yeah, because he's a pro. But man, people are starting to turn already, and it's funny. Before this even came up, I had so many people say to me, "Big Padre fans." Who, look, no offense. They're different level Padre fans. there are mm-hmm. people that are close to that circle we talk about. That kind of mm-hmm. know what's going on in the organization. And then there are people who just say, "Oh, I watch three games a week, or I go to three games uh, a month," and and they're Padre fans. Everyone's a Padre Hi. fan, but they're different levels. Let's be honest, right? On how much you know. Those people who are say, let's say not the diehards. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's going to take a lot less because he wants to be here. They're going to pull mm-hmm. the Coronado thing. His yeah. wife loves it here. The whole deal. You have no fucking idea. No. He's not news for you. The guys in the clubhouse have no fucking idea either. Right. They have no idea. No, who knows? Manny, his agent, and his wife know. Yeah. That's who know. Yeah. Otherwise, let it play out. Don't worry about it. Enjoy the season. You might win a World Series this year. And and Don't fucking boo him, dipshits. I'll tell you right now. Right. Don't boo him on opening day because he didn't sign that extension. Yeah. Which was a shitty offer. Yeah. Embarrassing.
1: Well, five years, what we say, one of five? I think it was God dang it. I thought it was five thought, and one hundred five. Yeah, crazy. Uh, don't even give it to him, man. Hey, <laughs> I mean, come on.
0: What are you doing? But don't. And hey, don't tell me you work at your cubicle for fifty thousand a year. No, your games aren't. Your work isn't on. Nobody TV. cares. Yeah. Nobody's. Nobody's you, watching you. You aren't in a. You're. You working at your cubicle is not in a fantasy draft magazine. Yeah. You fucking asshole. Right. People aren't buying your shirt on MLB.com.
1: Right. The two guys from AIS are not first-round selections.
0: <laughs> don't compare yourself to a pro athlete. Don't. Don't tell me these guys but, are spoiled. I don't want to hear it. Well, the other thing is don't tell me
1: that Dave and I then call it tuna. And I'm not saying we have to. I'm not looking for applause or an attaboy. But don't tell me we didn't fucking do it. That's the annoying yeah. shit. If you didn't hear it, I don't give a shit. That's fine. But don't come in and be like, oh come on, everybody. No, actually, a lot of people chose to take the uh rose glasses effect, which is fine. But when we tell you it, as we have yeah. for two and a half years, this is why we told you that off season was so important. That's why we questioned Xander Bogart's. Yeah. Because we knew this was the year. So I don't know, man. We'll see. But but if he yeah. I don't begrudge him anything, Dave. And I don't begrudge Pete Seidler. No. Not at all. But I, if I'm running that team, I play it out. Now I had somebody ask me this. Hey, if
0: you're, I don't know, trade deadline. Oh, would you, would you flip them? Yeah. Trying to build a farm system? It depends where you're at in the standings. I mean, if you're yeah. doing what you thought you are going to do, the only way you do that is if the team's been killed by injuries and you've fallen. Yeah. Otherwise you're like you're all in to win the World Series now. Yeah, you have I mean to. You and, gotta be a bum. Yeah. I mean Vegas is saying everyone's saying it. This is the year. I agree. You know? And you just the, the big thing is I love the fact they went out and they got a little bit deeper with the pitching. I don't like the bench, but fuck it. Um it's a really good team. It's a yeah. really I mean it's they're to my opinion, there are about five teams that really have a serious chance of winning this whole thing. Yeah. And they're one of them. Yeah. I think they're right in. Right, right in there. And so, yeah, I don't think Manny obviously is going anyway. I don't know. Does Manny even have a no trade? I don't know his contract. well oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like everybody gets a no trade if they ask for it nowadays. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Man, you can but, trade Manny anywhere, unless there's that deal where there's certain teams that you can't go to. which always makes me laugh. Yeah, you're gonna trade me to the Pirates, asshole. Nice try.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would write it out. Yeah, and at the end, if it's my team. I'm letting him go. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing. I think market allows him to ask for 10 years, 400, but I'm not doing it.
0: So here's a funny thing. Would you? I would get, I would, I would offer the shorter deal, which I don't think he takes. I make Manny turn my deal down. I don't just say there's the door. When you say there's the door, you look like the bad guy, but I I would go crazy high. Like I would honestly do that four or five year contract where it's 50 million a year and he's probably not going to take it. He wants to play in a forty. He's seen that contracts have been given out. Guys are getting forty-one years old, forty-two. Yeah, in Darvish's just, case. Yeah, I just think though when you let look him in, leave on his own and look like the bad guy, not you guys look like the bad guy.
1: I, well, no matter what people are going to view you. Uh, it doesn't yeah, matter how it goes. True. They're either going to view Manny as the bad guy. Yeah, this fucking guy. This good guy. Remember when we had Greg Nettles? He was so thrilled to come play in his hometown. Yeah, this guy. I'll tell you another thing about Machado. None of these assholes point out. Even those two fuckheads in the garage. <laughs> but he makes all that money. Yeah, but where was he when Team USA needed a third baseman, the World Baseball Classic? Rest my case. I mean, Manny, no matter what happens, people will be mad at Manny yeah. and be mad at uh, at Seidler. But I, I just say, for me, I go, yeah. no. And... Uh, in the first two years, might be a bit of an adjustment, and then yeah. years four through 10, yeah, I'm very thankful that I've got that 250 million still on the table to do other things to improve the team with guys that are not 35
0: years old or older. I'm with you, I'm with you on that. They it's so god there's so many funny things with the Padres and the way things are going. By the way, Nick Martinez joined team USA today. Did you yeah, see that? that? Replacing Kershaw. How about Kershaw? Couldn't get insured. Yeah. That's wild. Couldn't, couldn't get insured. But are they going to bring Martinez in to start? I think that was probably part of the deal That's that he cool. takes, takes Kershaw's spot. You know, hopefully he, he does well. Last thing you want to be known as the guy that didn't, but because hell, you're replacing a hall of famer. Yeah. But how about, I just was like, I don't think I would insure Kershaw either. But if I was an insurance company,
1: but I think right now we look at Kershaw, Definitely backstretch of the career. Yeah. I don't think it's like you're replacing somebody in his prime. And very cool for Nick Martinez to get that opportunity. Absolutely. and is, I, I, Dave, I'll tell you the other thing. I love every one of the Padres playing in these games. Yeah, I think it sets the tone immediately. High energy, big games, right? Yeah. And big crowds. I think it's great. And I, I love all of them getting that opportunity to play.
0: So, real quick, I, I, I was joking around and, and kind of joking around, not joking around. I'll be honest with you. It was talking about former Padres who have left, mm-hmm. and when they come back, and all of a sudden, you know, it's it's not good. And uh, Canapa jumped me, of course. You know, you mm-hmm. got all, I right, Well, fuck it, your Dodgers. And I, I can't, look, it's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Padres. The Pot- Dodgers don't like Manny Machado for what happened in the 2018 postseason. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's why they didn't offer him a contract. When. When Eric Hosmer comes back this year,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, how comfortable uncomfortable is that going to be? Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be nuts. Would you buy tickets to go see that matchup just to to see how it goes, or were you going to watch it on TV? Uh, what day of the week he, is he, it? He comes back. Um, I can't see the day of the week, but it comes back June third. Uh,
1: no, I mean, if I was there, I wouldn't be the guy.
0: June second. St- I'm sorry. June second. Yeah, I don't even know what's... Second, yes, it's a weekend. So I think it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It makes sense. It's a, looking at the times, it looks... It is. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Second, third, fourth.
1: With the Cubs, right? With the
0: Cubs at Petco Park. Yeah. Um, you ever buy tickets to boo somebody? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Kevin Brown. Yeah. Kevin Brown, when he came back. And I remember everybody... Doug Gilmore,
0: when he faced the Kings...
1: Who? Doug Gilmore, sweet Doug Gilmore. No, I love Doug Gilmore. Um, I loved all those guys. Wendell Clark. Yeah. So funny, Dave. I just just was at my storage unit for people that, that love King hockey. Burns. Yeah. For people that love hockey and sports books. Yeah. Uh by the way, congratulations to Pete and Point Loma. Great weekend, man. Ontario rain rolled right over the gulls. Kings continue to win, and the ducks continue to not. Uh, great weekend, Pete. As my son Jack pointed out today, does Pete have any teams, real or fantasy, that ever win? I was like, not that I know of. Real or fantasy. Yeah. Jack's like, my God, Pete's a kiss of death. So my apologies to the Gulls. So Billy's been saying for years. Yeah, and to the Ducks, it ain't my fault. Get Pete out of there. Um, <laughs> but I grabbed a book uh, tonight, The Last Good Year, yeah, and it's all about that 93- a uh, seven-game matchup between the Kings and Maple Leafs, oh, two really? of my all-time favorite teams, and then they ended up. I mean, that should have been the Stanley Cup. It was, was so awesome. good. But, uh, no, I love, I love that team. The Leafs team? I told you, I've been at, I think, three different events now with Wendell Clark, and he, he's just great. All these guys are so mellow, Dave. Like, it, I, Old baseball guys, I think, are this way, too. They are. Like, where you bring up and you say, hey, man, that, that series meant a lot. It was fun. They're just super mellow. They're thankful.
0: Yeah, for the most part, you're right. They, they are. I, I'll tell you real quick. Jumping into that series, the the Kings and Maple Leafs, and I don't know if Hacksaw made it up, which makes me think he did. He kept saying that every time the Maple Leafs were, came to L. A., someone kept putting a box of uh donuts in front of Burns' hotel room. I don't know. jelly donuts. He kept saying jelly. Uh, I'm like, how the fuck would you know? Lead but he, that was always his, his thick. Look. Uh, one quick thing
1: on Lee. It was funny. I went out the other night with um, a bunch of our radio buddies. Yeah, Pat Gaffey, Frank Anthony, and uh, Roy Robertson. And we were talking about different guys, and Saw came up. Man, Saw is Saw is so responsible for a lot of people. Dave, if it's not for Saw, I don't know that we ever have that chance to do what we had the chance to do. I mean, he he came out of dude. He came out of Wolfman Jack. Like, it was just beyond yeah. me. Hey, that at one point, we had an oldie station. I don't think there's an oldie station anywhere,
0: right? No. Nobody plays that. K-Earth in L.A.? Is that oldie still? Is that still oh, exist?
1: Oh, God, I guess. But they're probably playing the 80s, playing Scandal. But, uh, <laughs> but dude, Lee's, Lee's lead-in yeah. was Wolfman Jack. And to come on. Okay, here's the funny thing.
0: Yeah. Wolfman Jack, I know you know. And Wolfman yeah. Jack technically is before my time and your time. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is shit like my mom would tell me about Wolfman yeah. Jack. Do you think, like, our, our friends, like like Laura and Erica, do they know who Wolfman Jack is? No, no. fucking idea, right? No. No idea.
1: But we, um, I went out the other night with uh, Pat Gaffey and Frank Anthony were two members of the Rich Brothers years ago on KFMB. And then Roy Robertson.
0: Like 40 years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and Roy Robertson, Roy told me he started working at KFMB when he was 17 years old. Wow. Pat got there when he was 22. I think Frank got there when he was 23. So for me, and I think for you, Dave, you'd say the same. You know, getting at that station, iconic station, getting a chance to go in there meant a lot. So just they, there's so many stories. But did I tell you any of these? I told yeah, you. Yeah, you did. You called me the next day. I mean, it's just so funny. So, yeah, I love those guys.
0: But Can you tell the KCK someone?
1: Oh, dude, Pat Gaffey was like a news guy and so serious. He told me two stories that were so great. I'll I'll tell two of them. So he said he worked for KC. I think he said he was 20 years old. Yeah, that's what he told me. And I said, what would you do for him? He goes, I read his fan mail. And I said, like, the long-distance dedications? He goes, yeah. So he said, I'd only been there a short period of time. And I think it was Don. I think it was Don himself from his Don on the phone. Yeah. Gives Pat a letter and said, you know, they had, we do know what, I mean, for anybody that remembers American top 40, it was kind of an established checklist. They all hit the same criteria, right? Yeah. So I give it to Pat. They go, look, Casey doesn't like this letter. But you read it, tell us what you think. He goes, I'm 20. I read it, I'm like, oh man, that's really good. I like this one a lot. And I said, well, what was the, you know, what was the chain of command? He said, oh man, it went from me to a new set of producers, then some writers, executive producers, Don, and then Casey. So there was a handful of layers. But on this particular case... Pat said, yeah, I read it. I'm like, yeah, I like it. So he goes, we're going to this meeting. Yeah. And there's you know, a lot of people in there. And they're like, hey, this is Pat, the new guy. He just started. And Casey, he thinks you should read the letter. Casey goes, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he told them, I, I don't need any more friends. Fuck you. I'm not reading the fucking letter. I, love it. I don't need any more friends it's the greatest line but I, I hope I'm not talking out of school Pat I swear to God I couldn't breathe Dave because they were telling me this different shit and there's a handful of them that I'll hold for when they come down but uh, KFNB was owned by a guy named Robert L Myers Yeah, Robert L Myers used to do commentary and nobody does commentary anymore but at the end of the channel 8 news Dude, him and John Lynch Sr yeah They were like the guys. (laughs) But for old school guys, uh, you remember Robert L. Myers would be this guy that would show up. When Dave and I started at KFMB, the guy who was doing the commentaries was Carl Siskind. Carl was an old established news guy. Dave and I are doing this circle jerk show. We'd see Carl in the hallway. Hey, Carl. Hey. (laughs) Oh, he's nice. Yeah. But I, Dave, Dave and I just had this feeling that he fucking hates us. Yeah. <laughs> he can't believe we're ruining his radio station. So tragically, uh, Robert L. Myers passes away. And Carl was doing commentary for radio that would air every morning leading into Hudson and Bauer. So Carl does a tribute to his friend. Robert L. Myers was a pillar in this community. He was a philanthropist a hero to many, and a best friend and a brother to me. May he rest in peace. And Pat said, it's a 60-second obituary, a love letter to his best friend who's passed away. And it finishes, and Pat said, I did what I did after every one of Carl's commentaries, and I hit the button. The opinions expressed by Carl Siskin do not necessarily reflect those of KFMB or its sponsors. I go, oh, no. Oh, no. He said, yeah. Guess who happened to be up listening? Carl. What the fuck you hit that button for?
0: <laughs> I just, man.
1: It's
2: just. it's
0: shit like that. What happened in radio, We look at guys and go. Yeah. If it wasn't for this business, you would never find a job in any other business. That's no. how fucked up you are.
1: But it's just. You know, when you had a... It's just old school stuff. And, and it was really fun. So, Dave, they're going to do another one. Laura Kane's going. Good. Jeannie Cavett's going. Uh, I don't know. Jeannie still lived in San Diego. She's here doing great. And it's just, it was so funny. The thing that I loved about it was just guys that I like, Dave, you like, and we love yeah. these guys and respect them so much because they were so nice to us when we started. And each one of them had a story of like, oh, yeah, here's another time I almost got fired. And it's just no bitterness. Yeah. Because that's the thing I've always said. I never wanted to go to those reunion things because guys hate everything. Yeah. They said, no, fuck no. So they'll get, um, they got more guys like, um, I think, Gary Kelly, Gene Knight, some of those dudes. I don't know
0: Gary Kelly. Who's Gary Kelly? No, Gary Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Sorry, I know Gary Kelly.
1: So did you work with him at yeah. Channel 6?
0: Yeah. And, and you know, I've never Gary actually Kelly. met him. Yeah,
1: Huge fan, though. So they're gonna just get some of those dudes, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, this shit too, guys." Especially the old school KFMB guys, because
0: the amount are there now. Two different radio reunion parties that you've created. The other side, no, not like that. I'm not the radio reunion. People, the ones that you never go to, you created your own. You guys are too boring. I created my own one that's not boring. (laughs) Dude, you're gonna be hated. (laughs) I'm not gonna be hated. Yes, you are. When I when I you just created a rival gang. (laughs) did. <laughs> we're just gonna
1: go because you know it doesn't happen at the other radio reunion. I want to know about all the coke oh that God. was being done <laughs> in KFMB.
0: Everyone has a coke story over there. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, Jeff was... and I for the on record. Jeff and I never did cocaine ever, ever at KFMB. We never did any drugs or drink there. No, and they were just doing lines. Yeah, on air. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything until guys come in here and they can tell their own stories. But shit, man, it was fun, Dave. Yeah. They, and that's the thing. I mean, the old school guys that you remember and you look back, you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Dude, they were, they were living a much wilder life than you and I
0: ever lived. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right, I got something to tell you. I'm not going to tell right. you who told me this, but you're, you're going to get mad. All right, let me hear it. Okay. So uh, I, I talked to a buddy of mine today you know him too and he uh said he went to a, a football coaching convention in las vegas okay and he said man it was because i've been around football my whole life because but i learned a ton he goes pj fleck was there chip okay. kelly was there and he goes pj fleck was the most impressive guy in the room you know there are a lot of college coaches but pj fleck was the most impressive guy and i go you know jeff's a minnesota guy not a fan Jeff's tired of this road the boat bullshit and yeah. thinks the program's not moving fast enough. He goes, he has it going in the right direction. Tell Jeff, don't worry about a thing. He's he's really bright. He've, he's shown me things that I've never seen before. And I've been around this game for a long time. Are you pissed when you find no. out P.J. Fletch? No, I Okay, I, I, I thought this is where you lose your shit. No, no, no. And I, then I'll tell you who, told, who, who the guy is, who I told have, us.
1: I have full respect for what P.J. Okay. has accomplished there because I know what that program is. He just wears me out with yeah. all the rah-rah shit. But I remember when Tim Brewster, who everybody's yeah. jumping up and down about with yeah. the Colorado video, when he goes in, tight ends coach for Dion, yeah, and took a team that Glenn Mason had win six or seven, eight games a year. And Tim Brewster immediately won two games a year. Yeah. So, no, that's a prime example of knowing who you are. They're, yeah. they're never going to be USC. They're never going to be Ohio State. He's a little too rah rah for me, but there is a guy that shows up uh, on ESPN or Big Ten Network that is uh, the PJ impersonator yeah. with the sunglasses and the shaved head and the three quarter sweater. God, that guy kills me. But as long as I don't have to listen to everything, yeah. Um, yeah, he's winning games.
0: Yeah. I thought for sure you're going to go. No, well, fuck no, that no. guy. He doesn't know what he's talking no, about. No, he's winning games. Okay. It was Eric Parker former charger wide oh, receiver. No kidding. Yeah. So he Well, said, I love he, Eric. Yeah, so I know you do. So he told me, tell Jeff, he goes, I've never been more impressed. Oh, that's cool. By, by a coach. He goes, Oh, that's cool. As a guy who played wide receiver in the NFL and coaches still to this day and at yeah, Helix, man. And Helix and he, he just says, PJ Fleck showed me and he started showing me like in the backyard on on uh, you know what to look for. He goes, Yeah. So he goes if you're a wide receiver and he goes the guys lined up and he's boom boom, boom and I'm like this is how you're open this is how you're open this is how and he said PJ was showing every guy this is how what you do the quarterback will read the same thing the receivers reading kind of what Josh McDaniels was saying he does yeah. with Devontae Adams yeah and he goes they, they give you what what you're gonna take and then everyone knows what the route is and it was it was interesting to hear but oh, he goes cool. this guy was really fucking bright. And I was like, I was going, wow. So I'll, go, I'll tell Jeff. Well, Matt, make him feel a little bit better. But no, he's tired yeah. of the road, the row, road, row, the boat bullshit.
1: Yeah, it's a little over the top, rah, rah, but no, I mean, it was either going to be him or Les Miles.
0: Oh, yeah. So it worked out okay. It, did work- <laughs> it worked <laughs> out. <laughs> to ask Kansas how that worked out. Yeah. Les is in the backyard eating his own grass. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Worked out fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who hired Les Miles? Yeah. <sighs>
1: Fuck. What a train wreck. Uh, one quick thing, too. Yeah. Movie review for you. Oh, you went to a movie? I saw Ant-Man today. No, oh, yeah? You haven't seen any of the Marvel movies, no, I right? Haven't. So I was saying to Jack and Kate, I was saying, shit, man, it's a cool thing about having kids. Yeah. It was good. I wouldn't call it great. They okay. didn't call it great, but pretty fun popcorn movie. Yeah. Pretty fun. Um. Yeah, it was cool, but not, I thought the first two were better. But but Paul Rudd,
0: you like Paul Rudd? I do. I told him remember I said if you could be best friends with any celebrity, who would you pick? Yeah, that's I told a I pick Paul call. Rudd.
1: Yeah. He Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, uh Michelle Pfeiffer. Really had a Michelle Pfeiffer look. Dude, she's great. Good. She's great. But yeah. Felt a little Star Wars ish. Really? Yeah. Felt like that kind of stole some elements from Star Wars. How long of a movie was it? Uh maybe two ten. Okay. Didn't feel like crazy long.
0: Um, Superhero movies are long.
1: Yeah. I loved it, uh, though, because we went, we saw it in, like, uh, the Dolby, whatever they have at Grossmont Center, the cool screen. And, man, they show a bunch of previews, some cool shit coming out. So, it was was good. Jack and Kate both said the same thing. It was good. I didn't think it was great, but... Marvel movies are always fun. Yeah, that's
0: cool. I'm glad you go with the kids. But man. you haven't seen any of those, huh? You uh, uh, watched well, Spider Man, you know. All right, there yeah. you go. Jay, it Was a thing Jake and I did. Jake and I. But went, you saw it the old ones. Did the, you see any ones. of the
1: ones with Tom Holland?
0: No. Um, Dude, you would dig those. No, I, I didn't understand when they started remaking the same movie with different <laughs> the different actor. You know what I mean? Like you wait. Yeah. This is that Spider Man, and this is the Amazing Spider Man, and you're like, what the fuck's going
1: on here? Yeah, no different like storyline. Too many Batmans. Yeah. Too many goddamn Batman. Well, they showed that was funny. And they showed a preview for Flash. I don't know a lot of the DC guys. Yeah. Flash I don't. seems
0: ridiculous. Doesn't seem yeah. like a ridiculous guy.
1: But all of a sudden, they show the preview for that. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. And Affleck's in it. And all of a sudden, they show Batman. And the guy's like, Flash is like, hey, are you? And the guy looks at him, kind of pauses. Yeah. I'm Batman. And I look at uh I look at Jack and Cade's mom. She looks at me. She goes, Is that Michael Keaton? Yeah. He came back. Yeah. That's it's kind of cool.
0: So that guy is. Had, can, he, can he be Batman after you were the goofy goofy uh in uh in the other guys? Oh fuck, he's so good. <laughs> I just watched it the other day. <laughs> he's so great that
1: Dude, I love Michael Keaton. Dropping DLC
0: references the yeah. whole movie.
1: <laughs> Whispering at the fight. Um but I, that guy
0: Ezra Miller, he's a nutcase. But y'all yeah, go see that. If I said to you, "All right, Jeff, you have to, you can take five years off. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you ten million dollars, but in five years you have to come back with a script for the, for the Flash." <laughs> what the fuck? What are you writing? It starts off at a champ shoe store. Yeah. Hey, look how fast I am with these shoes. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I don't know anything about the character. I it really just don't. The runs fucking fast. It's yeah. Like, it's Ronaldo Nehemiah. Who gives yeah. a shit? Yeah, he's coaching
1: high school track. Yeah, who gives a shit about the Flash? Yeah. I don't know. I got guys that can fly over here. What the fuck? Yeah. Hey, how about uh, one quick thing, circling back to baseball before we get out of here. Yeah. What do you make of uh, Corbin Burns? Oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. How about coach saying he should sign with the Dodgers? Who, Contero said it? Yeah. for oh, well, the Dodgers
0: should trade for him. The Dodgers, <laughs> the Dodgers have, have the players to
1: trade
0: for him. The Dodgers have the players to trade for him. Well, Corbin Burns is an L.A. guy, you know? Okay. He's honestly one of the best pitchers in baseball. By the way, this top 100 list where it lists all the top 100, they're so fucked up already. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But Corbin Burns is one of the top players in baseball. He plays in Milwaukee, so a lot Stun. of people, unless you're a diehard baseball fan, you probably aren't aware if you're a casual baseball fan, you aren't aware, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So um he he's he's incredible. For the Brewers to burn that relationship over half a million dollars is insane.
1: With him in there.
0: Yeah. And he basically is basically pulled the, you know, fuck these guys forever line. I'm yeah. gonna finish up my contract. You'll never see me again.
1: So if you don't know the story, Corbin Burns, along with Brandon Woodruff, like dynamite yeah. one, two absolutely top of the rotation studs from Milwaukee. Yeah. Burns went into an arbitration hearing. For those that may not know what that is, that is when you, at the start of the year, say, hey, I think I'm worth $5 million. The team says, no, we think you're worth 3.5. You try to negotiate, and if you can't get it, you go in front of an independent arbitrator, and you make your uh, pitch, team makes their pitch, and off you go. And one of the great things you could say yeah, about yeah, nothing AJ, in the
0: middle. It's either one, yeah. it's one side or the other. There's nothing in the middle.
1: And I love it. It's something that AJ Preller has been great at. Is that they do not go to arbitration with the with yeah. the players. They find the exact number. Reason. Oh, it's huge. Well, the Brewers did not have that, and they go in and with Corbin Burns sitting there. According to him, yep. They said to the arbitrator, "One of the main reasons we didn't make the postseason is that guy right there. Exactly. Holy cow! I mean, I'm talking a legit ace on, gosh, Dave, 25 teams. Yeah. Right. Probably 25 teams. Maybe, maybe 26. Maybe, maybe, maybe 27.
0: More. Maybe more. I'm trying to think who's better than him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is that good? That's what I'm saying. But yeah. there, there's probably a few." I mean, he's he, he. If he was on the Dodgers, he'd be their one. If he was on the fucking Braves, he'd be their one. Yeah. If he was Pods, on the Cardinals, he'd be their one. Yeah. Pods, he'd be their one. Yeah. I mean, he, he's that good. He's the guy. I mean, like Alcantara's the only guy that I can think of that. Yeah. He probably wouldn't be the one. Yeah. Probably true. Yeah. I mean, he's that good. Uh, Yankees? He might be. I mean, if he signed him and go, Hey, dude, he's getting this. I don't think Garrett Cole would say shit. He's that good. Yeah. And you and you say, and, Man, <laughs> you see that guy. My right. line back would be because Burns was in the room. They always say that's that what I'm saying. They it say right in front of the players should never go in. they always say, "Don't fuck. You oh, don't want to be fight. in that room." But but Burns literally say, "We going not make the postseason because your fucking GM traded Josh Hader to the goddamn Padres and made yeah. Devin Williams be our closer. Who on the day you traded Hader goes, I don't want to be the closer. Yeah, that's why we didn't make the postseason. The Brewers yeah. completely shit the bed because of that numbness. Yeah." Philadelphia should have never been in the World Series. The Brewers should have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Fuck. So, <laughs> and look, I, I get the whole idea
1: of you shouldn't be in there. I guarantee you anybody who's not in there, the agent comes out yeah, and does, goes, yeah. hey, man, you may yeah. not, unless you don't want to hear it, but they just said uh, that they didn't make the postseason
0: because of you. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're Burns, let me ask you. I'll tell you how, what I would do. If I was Burns, I would literally would not be talking to anybody the whole year. I'd just be that guy that fucking does my job. I am yeah. not talking to anyone. Don't ask me to fucking do anything the community. Don't ask don't ask anything right. from me except for me to do my job. Yeah. And, hell, if you want to not name me opening day starter, that's fine, too. Because, obviously, that cost you a chance to make it to the postseason.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I don't think Craig Council feels that yeah. way. Oh, no. I don't think so either. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, when this contract but, expires, you guys will never see me again. But if I'm fucking preller, dude. Yeah, Make them phone calls.
1: You made deals with that guy in the past. Yep. I'm all over that guy. Yeah. Right? All over that guy.
0: He's that good where literally you trade everybody that yeah. you can and still win. You trade I would trade Jackson Merrill. Right. In a minute. I would trade, I would trade Crow, I would trade Kim. I trade you name it. Yeah. But fuck, man, that guy's that good. Yeah. And leads them a- a National League in strikeouts every fucking year or two. Dude, stud. Yeah. yeah. So idiots. I'm sorry that you got a guy from
1: Torrey Pines in the middle of your day, encouraging the team. We hate the most to trade
0: for this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened. Maybe you didn't even get the memo that people hate the Dodgers.
1: Yeah. My God. I'm And does it on president's day weekend, please, please
0: cut it out. Stop
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> can would have been the guy at Ford theater. Hey, can we just get the play going? <laughs> can we get the play going? I paid for tickets. I'm not even in the balcony. I can't see anything. I can smell it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that son of a bitch. He owes all of us an apology. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he owes us an apology. <laughs> <laughs> what hey, what else about? should they do? Hey, maybe they should sign Manny too. Oh, God damn it, coach. <laughs> You know, a coach should have his invite revoked for the Jay Paris holiday happy hour for one year. (laughs) Just for that? Yes. Just for playing GM for the Dodgers? So ridiculous. Hey, what the hell? I own the Lucadian. Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore, tough guy. You're out. One year ban.
0: (laughs) Tough guy. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools, a friend of mine was asking me just yesterday. Yeah. said, I hear commercials for Taylor May Pools and Jeff always gives away the signature pool. How many people call and ask for that signature a pool? A lot. And I said, I don't have the exact numbers, but I imagine it's a hell of a deal. Oh, yeah. There have been some good ones. Absolutely. So, uh, again, last week was the Raquel Welch uh, pool. Yep. How about that? And then at uh, at the same time we, we throw different ones out there. Amy fights it all the time, but Alan's like, "I'll do it. I'm a team player. Whatever you want. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to Amy. Just ask for it.
1: Hey, you better listen to Amy. <laughs> you
0: know. You know what? She'll well, fight no, you. I'm just saying that an Alan's Susbender back. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> He'll do it. He's doing the heavy lifting. Taylor Made. Oh my God. Ask about available financing. Six one nine four four nine four four five two six one nine four four nine four four five two.
1: Never seen a guy verbally walk the plank like you just did. <laughs> if that gets back there, you're a dead man. I love you, Aim. I hope uh, I apologize on behalf of Dave and for Alan too for all the rotten things he says when you're not around. Uh yeah. You know Dave, I just think it's the... <laughs> I think it's the Raquel Welch pool forever. I'm really glad I went and got my car washed on Friday. It was great. And it rained again today. But man, oh man, the weather apparently gonna be bitter cold. Did you hear that? Later this fuck? week. Dude, but it's already do- been
0: bitter cold. What the yeah. hell's
1: going on? But it doesn't change the fact that uh, the incredible man, the last two, three days, uh, felt like spring around here. And you know what that means? Warm weather's coming. Perfect time to get that tailor made pool. Like Dave said, uh, check out the 3D graphics. Because you can actually see what the pool is going to look like in your backyard. And if you want that celebrity pool, yeah, I mean, for right now, my life changed, man. I mean, we could do the Angie Dickinson pool, but that pool is coming. Thank God Angie's still with us. I looked up today. Yeah. Saw a preview for Fast and Furious. You know, I've never seen a minute of those movies. Oh, dude,
0: my wife's seen all of them.
1: But you know who's in the latest one? Who? Rita Moreno. Again? What's the deal? She's ninety-one. Do you mean? She was just in this 80 for Brady. I know, man. She's an icon. Holy cow. She's good. So, uh, so yeah, it's all good. But for right now, the celebrity pool continues to be the late, great Raquel Welch. There you go. Out of La Jolla High. There you go. How about Oh, that? hey, I didn't tell you this. Huh. I meant to tell you this the other day. So my sister drops this story on me, and I think she's out of the will. Oh, your will or your mom's will? Uh, both. Okay, good. I'm just going to go in with whiteout and take her name out of everything. How about I'm just finding this out now. So my sister told me that in the eighties, she worked, I think Shearson Lehman. Okay. Down in La Jolla on prospect. And she worked with Raquel Welch's sister.
0: Okay. Bob Welch. Bobby Welch. Bobby Welch. Sorry.
1: What's the matter with
0: you? What happened to you? I don't know any other Welch's. Do you?
1: Uh, Bob Welch, the singer. Ebony eyes.
0: That's it. Bob Walsh, the pitcher. So yeah, I remember about. him. He could have worked at KFMB with Steve Howe.
1: Oh God! Hey, wow. Um, but Raquel would call the office. Yeah. And my sister said at that point in the job she had, she often took the call, and she said she had numerous conversations with Raquel. Really. And she said she would always have the Hollywood kind of sex kitten voice working. Love it. But my sister said she was great. Nice. And I don't know that she ever came to visit, but my sister said, uh, loved the conversation she had. I'm like,
0: do I even know you? Yeah. How What took
1: so long? Yeah. Now you're telling me this? Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. How cool is that?
0: That is cool. There you go. See? Pretty enjoyable. <laughs> there you go. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams, Dan Williams is the guy, of course, he wants to help you get out of debt. Let's get your money in line. I'm telling you right now, I don't know if there's a time of year people are more stressed out than right now. Because right. again, Christmas, it's time to pay up. You know, it's the credit card game. It's uh, one of those where you're saying, look, I don't think about it. In December, I'll worry about it later. Then guess what? All at the same time, you're getting all those notices, your taxes are coming up too. So people are freaking out this time of year. It's time to stop worrying about money. Let Dan Williams do what he does best. Talk to Dan, 858-688-6813. Let's get out of debt. 858-688-6813.
1: It's so true, Dave. Borrow smart, repay smart is such an important thing uh, as I am paying too many bills getting ready for this spring training trip and WrestleMania. Yeah. They all happen uh, within a week of each other. So it's three days in L.A., following four days in Arizona, and it's going to be fun until the other day when I looked and I realized that I had only just reserved the two hotel rooms. I hadn't paid for them yet.
0: Okay.
1: I was like, oh, shit, I better pay for one of these right now. Otherwise, I'm going to have a crazy $1,000 in hotels. Jack and I'd be splitting uh, three taco meal at Taco Bell for the week, but it's... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jack, I didn't know. I thought I paid for it. Um, But borrow smart, repay smart is so important. Managing your funds, knowing what you can afford, knowing when to avoid that fun impulse buy. I mean, the two-minute Tuesdays are always great. You can find all of those uh, on Dan's website. We should have the link on our website. You can find Dan's under the sponsor page. But yeah, it really is important. We're going to uh, we're going to Mexico for Thanksgiving. Awesome. Not me and Dan, but me, Jack Cade, and their, uh, Jack and Cade's mom. What part of Mexico? I'm Not any part of the decision. I'm just kicking in funds. TJ, I don't think we're going. As much as I love a good game of highlight, come on, Carlos, you fat. <laughs> God damn it, happy. <laughs> <laughs> come on, baby, let it fly. God, so fun. Ah, oh, fuck, Javi! Come on, baby! Oh, I fucking know that cover on me, Javi! Fuck you! You I, aren't doing that one? No. I would just go to High Lie, and I would just sit. It's kind of stadium seating. Yeah. Did you ever go?
0: No, I you know ever exactly. You been to High Lie yeah, teach I've been you know doing it. Is. I know exactly where it is.
1: So it's like stadium seating. And it's like chicken wire. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And we just sitting there pounding Pacificos, betting. I don't even know how I bet. Oh, I think it's first, second, third. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, twenty on Javi, ten on you know Carlos Francisco across the board. And the guys just—I love when they whistle. I can't whistle. Tweet 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 tweet. They're all whistling at him when the guy drops <laughs> it, and they're just yelling, cussing in Spanish. Fuck, man, it was so fun. I was like 18. Yeah. I was like, all right, I got to go over and meet a new girlfriend at the Bambi Club. Uh, so, no, I don't think we're going to uh, Revolution. Okay. But, point of that being, Dan's like, this is great. This is a really good read. Uh, we, bar- <laughs> <laughs> we borrow smart, re- repay smart. Dan, the point yeah. being, I don't waste money at High anymore so I can afford to go to
0: Mexico. It's yeah. all,
1: uh, Going on night, probably Cabo.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it's probably Cabo, there something like
0: that. Cabo's easy to get yeah. to. Good time. You're, and your passport's already up to date. You're all good. That's nah, good, man. I go, I think I got, dude, I'm looking this year. I think I
1: got <laughs> Toronto twice. Yeah. Uh, Springsteen tickets. I got to try to get on Wednesday for Toronto. Oh, that's good. I think I got Toronto twice, Edmonton, uh, Indianapolis, and then uh, Mexico with them. All between now and the
0: end of the year. You know, it's so funny that you just said, I'm listening to these commercials that we're sitting in and obviously Jeff and I, we just, we go off the cuff every single time. What?
1: Yeah, there is no script.
0: And there's i uh, I've had a bunch of people reach out in the last few weeks saying, Hey, how much inventory do you have left on the show? We were interested in putting our companies on your show. <laughs> Dude, I completely yeah. forgot. And then I never told you. And then uh, I'm sitting there listening to this and I'm going, "When I didn't realize it. So you just said that out loud. They're going to hear the show. And yeah, here, yeah, they're talking highlight and yelling at Javi. and come on, Javi, baby,
1: let oh it help, kid. It's
0: so funny, dude. Damn it, anybody, you anybody if you hear if you don't hear new, new commercials, uh, blame me. Yes. and Javi. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> we've survived up until this point. Yeah, thank God for the ones we have. We <laughs> <laughs> love them. Jesus, I thought we had this new pillow commercial coming too. I don't know anymore. <laughs> new pillow? My it's, pillow? No, no, not my pillow. It's Mike new, Lindell. Not Mike Lindell. Fuck. All right, here we go. Brian Curry. Want to mention Brian, of course. Good guy. My wife, I think, nonstop Brian Curry this whole weekend. We got to get out of here. How's she going? Dude, there's no fucking idea She's where she wants to go. I say we go North County. And I say, like, we're in Fallbrook at one point. I go, no. I'm not going to Fallbrook. Wrong. I'm moving. I don't want to go. Fallbrook. I think she wants me to just quit coaching baseball. And she figures she yeah. can get far enough away from Bonita Vista. There's no way I'm going to keep doing There's nothing to do in Fallbrook. There's nothing. Watch out for rattlesnakes in my shoe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing that. You know, can't keep shoes in the garage right. anymore. We're not doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. How the hell are you going to do the show? You're driving from Carlsbad of fall yeah. you <laughs> you to Fallbrook? Yeah. You're going raise ostriches out there? <laughs> palm trees. Come on. Yeah. Palm tree collection. Selling, Give me a break. Selling pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas yeah. trees. In my front Doing Day rides. <laughs> I'm allergic day. Fuck. Ah. Got no chance. Anyway, Brian Kirsch. I'm calling Brian. I go. Do not fucking call Brian. Yeah, right he now. works for a living. God dang it! Don't waste your time. Waste his time. When she's serious, Brian she will be giving you a call. Oh, look, you boy. should be calling Brian too if you want to move in San Diego counties where you want to stay. Someone told me the other day. They go, look, I'm thinking about moving yeah i'm calling brian and i said well let me ask you a question the interest rate's a little bit higher than it was a year ago he goes mm-hmm. who gives a shit he goes it's san diego i'm moving yeah. i want i'm i want to stay in the, here in this community and guess what i'll figure it out and brian's going to walk me through the process and he will yeah and so i'm not worried about the value of my home if it drops guess what it's dropping somewhere else too it's a perfect time to move right now in san diego and the way they explained it was not only are they all in But Brian's the guy because he knows San Diego County better than anyone else. And that's why they're going to use Brian. 619 251 1588. 619 251 1588.
1: Before I came down here, everybody's off tomorrow. So went to dinner in South Park tonight. You ever been down there? Yeah. Dude, South Park is really cool. Yeah. Went to uh, uh, Jack Kate and I went to dinner. Station Tavern. Don't know him at all. First time in. So fun. We just went in, watched part of the NBA All-Star game. But um, I don't know that neighborhood very well. But we're kind of down in the area. I didn't want to go to North Park. And so I said, hey, let's go down here and see what's going on. But what I always do when I find myself, I I didn't do this with IB. I wish I had originally. But when I find myself in a, a part of town that I haven't been in before. Yeah. I try to park like a block or two away from the restaurant and just kind of walk and get the vibe for it. Shit, man, I like that tonight. Cool. I like that a lot. So, I mean, you can do the same. So many different places where you can go, uh, where you can establish roots maybe for your kids. I mean, I, I laugh all the time. A girlfriend, Dave, that I had when we were on the air at KFMB, lived in La Mesa, five minutes from where my condo is yeah, and I would make that drive from Carlsbad. I was like, God damn, one of my, one of our great friends worked at Parkway Plaza and getting out there and just trying to think where the hell am I, man? Like what is going on? And now kind of being down there, I mean, I'm going back by the condo to pick him up in half hour. Uh, it's so much fun, but you yeah. don't know until you kind of go and explore I love LaMason, man. So, yeah, let Brian Curry help you guys find the right neighborhood uh,
0: for you and your family. Absolutely. Kyle Flickers, you need to talk to right now when it comes to, of course, your website and website design. He is, uh, I'll tell you right now, he's busy. I talked to Kyle just about an hour ago. Things are going really, really well because a lot of you have listened and said, you know what, Dave and Jeff recommend. We appreciate you guys using our sponsors Kyle said things are are fantastic right now, and he's extremely busy, but you want to get on his his calendar. Best thing about Kyle, he gets back to you right away. Oh, yeah. Man, there's so many people. How many friends and family do you call and they don't get back to you in a week? Kyle will get back to you right away and and set up an appointment with you. Why waste time? We're talking money here on what it means to you and your business. 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Well, I love it when friends... Are working with friends. Yes.
1: You see it with Dan and Brian Curry, but today I saw a great picture and it was our pal Sean Walcheff hanging out with Flukes. Yeah. And they work together on so many different projects. Absolutely. And look, these are guys that have all had great amount of success. And yeah, they're friends with everybody, but they work together because they know the other guy is the best at what he does. And if your website is not performing at the level you need it to, then give flukes a call. As they mentioned, tell them Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: Well, there you go. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going February 20th. All right. I'm going to start with someone who's no longer with us. It's Kurt Cobain.
1: Oh, damn. Kurt Cobain, I'll say, would be, uh, I got to think about that. I'm going to say 57. 56. Okay. Uh,
0: The number, I think, is going to surprise you right here. I'm going to say $60 million. Go a lot more. Just be, I'm telling you, it's a lot more. So you, go, you always talk about songwriting and how much you get. Oh, nice. All right, I'll go $200 million. $450 million. Did you just see Dave sniff in that clip? No, I didn't. $450 million. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Crazy, huh? Yeah. All right, here we go. We just saw her last Sunday at the Super Bowl. Rihanna. Dude, we were just talking about Rihanna tonight. Yeah. Uh, my boys and I. Uh, Rihanna, that's good. She 34? 35. Okay. This number is big. It's going to give you a tip. I'm going to go uh, four hundred million. A lot more. Really, eight hundred million. Dude, more. What's her number? One point seven billion. No for shit. Yes, dude, that's great. How crazy is that? I think it's great. Yeah, not, I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying one seven. Dude, billion. I would not have guessed that. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's how about cool. that? Yeah. All right, Miles Teller. Miles Teller's funny. I liked his Super Bowl commercial. I thought it was funny. Would
0: you do that commercial with Rita? I don't remember the commercial. What did he do?
1: When he was dancing with his wife when they were on hold for. Um, oh, that's he and his dog and his wife were dancing. They were on hold somewhere, and
0: hold music oh, was playing.
1: Funny. It was just him. Yeah,
0: oh, that's super funny. mellow, but it was funny. That's what it was funny on Twitter when that commercial ran. All of a sudden, there were people. I don't know what it is. I don't like Miles Teller. I'm like, who Why? hates Miles Teller? I, I don't know. Was great.
1: Did you ever see Whiplash? When I, he was the
0: drummer, I didn't. With the bald guy, J.K.
1: Uh-huh. Simmons from the Farmers commercial. No, I didn't see Holy
0: it. shit. He was a, he's a Phillies fan, right? He was there at the Philly uh, yeah. Padre games. Uh, and Top
1: Gun? Uh, Miles Teller, let's say he's 36.
0: He's 36. Exactly right. And I'll say uh, 45 million. Says $10 million. Nah, he's got to be worth more than that. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. All right. All right. Two more for you. Sure. Cindy Crawford.
1: Hubba hubba. God damn. Right? Right. Yeah, just got lightheaded. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh let's say she's fifty-six. Fifty-seven. Really? Yep.
0: Yeah. Still looks great. Yeah. I
1: will tell you what, this is the first one I've ever said about this. Okay. Let's hear this. Uh my beloved friend Katie Temple. Yeah. Um, not only am I canceling dinner tonight. But it, it's not even like I can't even reschedule. It's TBA. <laughs> TBA. That's what I think is Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I gotta try to put a number. This is just gonna make it even better.
0: I'm gonna say 95 million. 225 million. My God. <laughs> you Can go. you imagine? Yeah, and I, I have. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: Relax, relax, Lazura.
0: Dude, you know what's killing me is uh, Stern when they have the fake Mark Wahlberg.
1: Yeah, oh my God, the fake one? <laughs> Dude, is that guy great? That is the funniest goddamn guy. I could not do that guy. Like, if that guy came on the air, I couldn't talk to him. And Stern does that beautifully. Oh my, gosh, oh, my God. Oh my God.
0: Who is that guy? I have no idea, but it makes me laugh though. It's dude. Fucking, that guy I think it is might cr- be the new best thing on his show. Is that fake fucking, Wahlberg? Yeah, fake Wahlberg.
1: Dude, fake Wahlberg is incredible.
0: I love that guy. All yeah. right, l- last one, Charles Barkley.
1: Oh, I like that. Uh uh
0: sixty one. Oh, I thought for sure you're gonna get sixty because that because Jordan just turned sixty.
1: Oh shit. Sixty? Yeah. Okay. Um fuck. Dude, this is what was crazy with that live golf. You know, a lot yeah. of
0: money on the line. Yeah, and it's yeah, not as much money as what you would think.
1: I'll say a hundred and ten.
0: Says says sixty. It oh says no 60. way. Yeah, I don't know what his TV contract is, but yeah. it says sixty. You know? Dude, he's legit
1: with endorsements. Everything
0: else. Oh yeah, he's literally yeah. I think the most light guy on television. Great. All right, five random questions. Okay. Do you, do you play board games with your kids? And which is your all-time favorite board game?
1: uh we haven't played for a while i used to play monopoly with their mom she's a hothead lawyer <laughs> um there is an open challenge out to play some backgammon i'll play backgammon with them i haven't played in a while on that
0: will they know how to do it
1: uh god i haven't played
0: for yeah. so long i used to like a game day i don't think i even know how to remember how to play i remember my okay. sister tried to teach me when i was i think i played when we were like in third yeah grade. it's so fun We used to play
1: a game called Pente, P-E-N-T-E. It came in a tube, and it had, like, stones that you would move around. That was really fun. But, no, unfortunately, we have not
0: played board games in a while. Yeah. What about you? No, no, I I couldn't even tell you where a board game is in my house. I'm sure I have them.
1: I have. But uh, but
0: we used to play Monopoly when I was a kid, which I would say would probably be my favorite because I would just buy everything. Yeah. But um, Josh told me he's never played Monopoly ever.
1: That game, yeah. Yeah. A game, yeah, people hate that game.
0: It lasts a long time.
1: It lasts a it, it, long it, it, it time. It gets heated,
0: you're right. Yeah, people gets get heated. pissed. People get pissed. You
1: know what I'd like to do? Yeah. Uh okay. I want <laughs> you to think about this with two people. Okay, don't just blurt out an answer. Yeah. God, to tell you this. What if we brought a Ouija board in here?
0: Yeah, I would do the Ouija board. I've done the Ouija board before.
1: Yeah, who could we bring in here?
0: Oh, the only two people you bring in. Who are you thinking? Are you thinking Laura and Erica? Hey, speedy recovery to Laura.
1: Yes. Been a little under the weather. Yeah.
0: Hope she's feeling better. We have to put the Ouija board right next to Eric. Her arms aren't long enough to go to the other side of the board. God
1: dang, no kidding. God, how frustrating we put up with. I don't know. Like, we'd have to have somebody. Did I bring Costa in here, but he's so out of control. Did that guy on his social media. Dude, what happened like, to that guy? It was nice that he put that guy's flying dong on me. That was nice.
0: That was nice for all of us. I'm sure Lauren Finney loved that. Oh, my God. What's he doing? Um, She's going to put a restraining order out. God, she should.
1: You and I should. I don't know. We should bring a Ouija board in here. I don't know that it's so soon. We need somebody. See, we can't have the people in that are going to intentionally move it. Yeah. Right? We got to figure that out who are who are the people that would just let it go but then the people that would let it go we also need the people that aren't afraid to ask the edgy question right
0: like 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 which way would you go would you go sports related or would you go like crazy shit
1: oh crazy shit
0: okay for sure
1: <laughs> yeah yeah crazy shit
0: yeah all right we'll think about that oh my gosh all right one court w- would be a good guy to come in you think so yeah law enforcement that's true I don't even know what that means. <laughs> means he's a man
1: back to badge. Means he's not gonna do anything shady. Man of the people.
0: We're lucky to have him. What grade in school did you think was the most difficult?
1: Oh. Oh, I like that. Um probably ninth.
0: Yeah, ninth was the two biggest eye openers I thought were seventh grade and ninth grade. Yeah. Like what the fuck's going on?
1: Like yeah, it, seventh okay. was cool. Uh ninth. Tenth and eleventh were great. Twelfth I missed half of having ACL surgery. Um, but ninth grade, oceanography.
0: I uh, remember what you took?
1: Yeah, had uh that uh algebra, yeah, had all the shit. I don't remember all the teachers I had, but ninth trying to figure it all out. Um funny, I was talking to my kids like like what the mood is at their school. It's relatively mellow. Yeah, like that's good. Like we didn't have anything at San Diego. We didn't have anybody getting bullied. I did have Tony Hawk in my photo yeah, class. That was kind
0: of cool. Um, but yeah, probably ninth. You know, it's funny, man. I remember going from sixth grade to seventh grade. Was like it seemed like a huge step on homework and yeah. when it was. Expect the way the teachers talk to you. But I remember uh, going. Every class seemed like different. Like it was harder all of a yeah. sudden. And then I'm the math teacher, Miss Foster. I don't know why I remember her. What'd she look like? She was probably at the time you're thinking she's older. She's probably like 32, but <laughs> right. she might as well have been 62. Right. You know. Right. It's funny when you're a kid how you think that, but she's probably 32 years old. Right. Straight laced as hell. And then, but when the when the class would start talking, she'd always yell, at, "I want your undivided attention." And I'd be like, "What the fuck? Is she saying yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't understand yeah. like." Wait, what's division have to do with this shit? Like, I, I couldn't understand what the hell she was. <laughs> she was saying, I think it took me like eight months to go. What the hell? Now Dude. I get it, Miss Foster. You don't want anything distracting me. I got it. I got it. Dude, they used to have this thing at San Diego
1: where it was like the Monday morning announcements. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it was like, like 11 by 14 piece of paper. Might have even been like 11 by 17. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the big paper. And it was front and back. And you always loved Monday morning because the teacher would go through everything. I mean, it'd break down the lunch menu. Yeah. Thursday, spaghetti, (laughs) cornbread, (laughs) orange jello. Like, hey, that sounds good. I'll be there Thursday. Uh, Friday, we've got, uh, you know, cheer competition. Fantastic. And then I ended up in ninth grade. My first period class was Spanish one with Manny Ribeiro. I love Mr. Ribeiro. He was a great man. This fucking guy from day one, hola, que tal? And he'd read the whole fucking thing in Spanish. Come on, Manny. (laughs) Give me a break here. I I was like, my friends are like, you going to the game? I go, I didn't hear shit. (laughs) Ribeiro did the whole thing in Spanish all year long. Dude, I was... My son the other day is writing sentences in Spanish. Yeah. He goes, how many years of Spanish did you have? I go, two, plus three years at the liquor store. <laughs> he goes, what's that say? Like, I gotta have a goddamn yeah. clue. Not a goddamn clue. But, yeah, that was all part of my ninth grade experience. Is, are your kids
0: good at foreign language?
1: Uh, I sucked at it. I mean, he's in his second year, but, yeah. I mean, he's liking it. I think he's going to go all four years, keep taking it, which would be yeah. good. Good. It's really smart. I mean our our man Glenn Geffner. Yeah. Remember amazing. Geff? Yeah. When he was translating and doing little, Yeah, yeah. that's
0: great. Well, it's funny, like like uh Walter's son is young. And I yeah. said I okay, go well, see him
1: at Little League practice today? No,
0: I didn't Did you see that video, got it, was great. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I'm, I'm, man, I'm glad. He um You're glad he didn't see it? What do you mean? No, by no, that? no. I'm glad he's he's signed up because he was having a hard time getting in. I'm glad he signed up. Yeah. Um no, I was saying to uh Sean, I go, You're gonna put your kid in this Spanish emergence class. Oh, where they teach you you know, basically learning Spanish from day one. Yeah. And he goes, I am. And I said, dude, it's the smartest thing you could do. Like yeah. if I had an opportunity to do that for me, I wish my parents would do it for me. I, my, yeah. I wish I would have done it for my kids, but like, you know, our buddy Dale, man, yeah. he, his kid dude just breezed right through it. And it, it's funny, man. Cause you look at him and go, there's no way this kid understands Spanish. And it's amazing how many people talk shit behind your back, yeah. but I'd ask Dane, Hey man, what did the hell that guy say? Especially on a yeah. baseball field. It's huge. Dude, It's good. Yeah. It was, it was, it was great. All right. If you're cooking for yourself, what's your favorite thing to make? Oh, I like that. Uh, uh, anything on the grill. Okay. Uh, anything uh, in particular? Chicken, steak, anything? Yeah. Hamburger?
1: Uh, yeah, not steak or burgers anymore, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, just grilled Can chicken. Can you not eat steak anymore? I could, but fuck, man. If I have anything like that, you like feel red it? meat, I feel it right on wow. my rib. Wow. Feels like a bee sting. Oh, shit, that sucks. Crazy. Well, I wouldn't be eating steaks. Um, so, yeah. Imagine every time you ate a steak, you get stuck by bees. <laughs> yeah, it's just what it feels like <laughs> if you have anything like that. Um, Just one, but it just feels like that. You just yeah. feel it like somebody, I told you, just took their knuckle and gave you a one-timer in the ribs. Oh, that fucking sucks. But um, I was saying uh, the other night, I got that chicken, Yeah, uh, pollo asada. But we didn't cook it on Sunday. We held it over till Tuesday. Yeah. And we always make some for our neighbor. Our neighbor's a great guy. And he came out. He likes to grill. Good. And he came out this morning. He's like, man, that chicken off the charts. Good. And I said, look, I don't, I'm not going to try. I I defer to Walsh for those guys. But I said, I think because I kept in the marinade for three days. It was like, man, it was so good. So, yeah, grilled chicken sandwich, grilled chicken tacos, anything like that. What about you?
0: dude i can't cook you know me i mean honestly i do things crazy fast where if i before you came in at no. 20 minutes literally open the refrigerator a couple tortillas cheddar cheese on top threw it in the microwave not even <laughs> dude, not even on the stove like stepbrothers fucking a man it was 35 seconds out Threw about eight eight million jalapenos in the middle of it rolled not it up eight to rita's like you know you have the palate of a sixth grader I go, yeah i could yeah i know Right. You I should pl- have told her the palais of the six. <laughs> that, that, that was it. All yeah. right, here we go. What, what are, does she make? I mean, she can oh, make. She anything, makes everything, right? dude. She's she's really yeah. good. She's really well. She grew up in a house where her mom owned an Italian restaurant. She can she can oh. make anything. Um, could Josh yeah. cook? Josh, Josh cook, is right? getting better and better. Yeah, Jake could really cook. Jake is yeah. really good.
1: Did like, that? Uh, Jack won't make anything. Cade, when I was yeah. staying there. Dude, he was making breakfast in the morning. It was yeah. incredible,
0: man. That's yeah. great. Like Jake would call Rita and say, hey, I'm a, you want me to start dinner? And then he That's would, cool. he would I mean, he'd make it always ready to go. He loved it. Um, what are two things you never leave the house without? Um, should be a wallet.
1: Probably wallet in my phone. Me too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wallet, my phone.
0: My wife leaves her phone behind all the time. I'm like,
1: how? Now, here's the thing. If I'm going to lunch, yeah. right? If I'm going to lunch, I always talk about the Katie Temple dinner. I just did it with Laura Kane when we went to dinner. I always leave my phone in the car.
0: Why do you do that? I uh, When I'm going. I don't, but why don't you just turn it off? Like, you aren't worried about, what, what if someone actually did break into your car? Oh, yeah.
1: I guess I could just turn it off. That's not bad, too. But I just, yeah, I'm like, if I'm. It's one of those days.
0: Like, from- I, I don't know how to silence my goddamn phone. Like you, you ever text yeah. someone that says they silence their phone? Like, I know it sounds dumb right now. Someone's no, going to tell me, Hey, you idiot. It's one button. It's right on the front and I, I can't figure it out. I don't know where it is. How to uh, how to silence any notifications?
1: Oh yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean,
0: I guess I could just take it and turn it off. Yeah. But,
1: but for me, like the other night we went there, we got to the bullpen at 630. Roy takes off after a while said to Frank and Pat, "Hey man, what time is it?" "It's 11:20." Wow. And we were there for 5 hours and probably didn't leave till close to midnight. But no offense to anybody else, um but at that time if I'm if we're getting together, we're having dinner or a beer or doing man, I want that time to be for us. Yeah. I don't want to be like, "Oh, hang on a second, let me let me do that." I just find it disrespectful. So yeah, I usually leave it in the car, but, yeah, it's not a bad bet. I could just turn it off and bring it with me. That was it. Um, all right, last one. Who inspires you? Oh, I like that. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. I'm really lucky, Dave. I think, I mean, I loved what you did today. Like, I couldn't even, anything you post, I just love taking a shot at you because it's just so much fun.
0: <laughs> you always tell me to get on that goddamn lawnmower. You give me shit all the time. Dude, that, look, many miles that was I've gone incredible,
1: through? Dave. Like, what a tribute to you. And anybody else who has helped you with that, uh, dude, I love that. Man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I love that. I looked at that today, I go, Fuck. Cause I'll tell you this. If I was coaching Benita Vista, it would have been two copies of Photo A. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Put the turf lawn builder on or Scott
0: Isn't is it crazy how dude, different it's beautiful. it looks yeah. It took so much fucking time and then you have to maintain not. It's not a pat on the back. It just, no, it's just one of
1: those things where you go, hey, look at where try, we're at.
0: trying to save, try to change the culture. You know? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Which is great. And so, no, I looked at that. I go, fuck, that's great. I have so many friends that do great things every day. I have so many friends that are fighting the fight every day. Just little things, man. People that are that are just facing their challenges. So many different things that you see on social that I don't, I don't yeah. even know um, if people know, but I, I think, and, I, and look, it's been told to us too, right? Like I had somebody say to me the other day, um, hey man, I appreciate when you say check in on a friend.
0: Yeah. And I do it a they lot do. and I mean it sincerely. People repeat that to me all the time that you say that and they do.
1: Yeah, I love that because it actually works and it means a lot to you. Yep. It'll mean a lot to the person on the other side, but it's just... You know, yeah. I think you and I are alike. Yeah. Dude, when I see when I see Sean and, and Kyle hanging out, right, like yeah. that fires me up. When, um, oh, I just had a great one the other day that uh, a friend sent me. It was really cool and just different things. So, yeah, I, I think if you're open-minded and, and kind of look for the good, yeah. right, it can be from a lot of people, especially those closest to you. That's what's really fun. You
0: know, it's funny how life life changes it's um that's funny one of the things i think about all the time is deon sanders said something a year ago mm. that i didn't think about i never thought i'd quote deon sanders but deon sanders said you spend half your life learning to be the person you are you spend the other half living your life as that person oh it's cool like i would have told you you know 30 years ago steve garvey would have been my answer right off the bat <laughs> Yeah, nothing against steve garvey but steve garvey is not a guy that I'd get up in the morning i think about steve garvey no but i've I say this all the time when people say you want to do something and I'm quick to say no, maybe I say no way too much, Mm -hmm. but I will say no because I've said, you know, I'm at the point of my life. I don't want to do things I don't want to do. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my time doing stuff. I don't want to do if I can, if I can help it, but I've surrounded myself with people as I'm you know older now and I'm going half my life to go people that are like minded, like me, meaning, yeah, Man, compassionate, kindness, driven, and, and, driven, but at the same time, they aren't always just looking out for themselves. They're yeah. How do they make the world or the people around them better? And so, for me, it goes along. You're right. A lot of people inspire me.
1: Yeah, I a mean, it, and I mean, I I said it. We joked about it the other day, but uh, to go to dinner on Thursday night, yeah, with three guys that have been our friends. God damn, I got in that building in '95. It's 28 years, you know, and, and to hear them say that they like what we're doing here. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's cool. You know, that's pretty cool. So, uh, but I mean, the other day, I'll give you a great example. I had a, I had to go, uh, see my attorney on Friday heading into a three day weekend. And, uh, so I said to Jimmy Hughes, who's kind of managing my team, while I'm gone. I'm like, look, dude. There's so much to do for our team. I want to send guys out. I want to give everybody a head start well, on the weekend. But I said, dude, for the amount of work we have, like, I don't think we can do it. And I'm like, here's kind of the goal. Okay. You coach them. If you can get to this goal and I'm leaving at like 245. Yeah. Workday ends at five. I'm like, dude, if you, if you can get them there, give them the fuck out. And uh, so I'm driving getting ready to go in to see my attorneys. And uh, like 10 to four, I'm walking in, my phone rings, it's Jimmy Hughes. And they not only met the number that I had set for them, they crushed it. Cool. And what was great was I hadn't said anything to anybody on the way out. That was all Jimmy leading them. And then uh, Mel, Nick, my buddy, Dimitri, uh, all of them. And Jason, uh, crushing it. And that's like, I, I was just yelling at Jimmy, in the photo, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. That's great. And he's like, okay. And I was thinking this guy here, I'm like, dude, run it. You got it. This is great. And I was so fired up, man. It's great.
0: So yeah, it's all there. You just got to be open-minded to it. You'll find it. There you go. That's cool. All right. We're back on Wednesday, correct? Yeah. We'll see you here Wednesday night. All right. We'll be back on Wednesday, everybody. Thanks.
3: Video game put a smile on my face. Last stop, I was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard. I-